You are now listening to the Griot's Black Podcast Network, Black Culture Amplified. Attention change makers. Nominations for the Griot's second annual Griot Hero Awards open January 2024. Head to the Griot's website from January 8th to February 9th to nominate a real hero making a positive impact in our communities and our culture. Last year, Daryl V. Atkinson, the co-founder of Forward Justice, took home the Griot Hero Award. This year, we're going to choose 10 honorees and celebrate their work and commitment to making a difference in our communities. So head to thegrio.com forward slash heroes to find out more information and to nominate your hero. Over the next few months, you're going to hear a lot of questions about the black vote. Will black people support Biden? Are black people switching to the Republican Party? Are they going conservative? Will black people show up in numbers in November? Well, I'm Michael Harriet, and I have the answers. And that's why I want to welcome you to the Griot Daily, the only podcast that'll ask, what about the white vote? I'm world-famous white peopleologist Michael Harriet, and this is The Griot Daily. In the next few months, you're going to hear a lot about the black vote going up to the 2024 elections. You're going to hear about Biden's support, whether it's falling off, what the polls say. You're going to hear a lot about uh, black people turning out. What about black turnout? Are black people dissatisfied with the Democratic Party? Are black people switching to the Republican Party? Are black people turning conservatives? But one thing you'll never hear about is something that's more important. Because when you look at the numbers, you know what they say, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. And the fact is, when we're talking about electoral politics, the white vote far outweighs the black vote. Now, it is true that the black vote does determine a lot of elections, but we never talk about why that is. That whole entire premise is based on the assumption and the knowledge is a fact that white people always vote the same way. They vote conservative. They vote for the party that is premised on exclusion, whether it is Democrats um, and Republicans. And I know, you know, I don't want to go into history like I usually do right now. But, you know, even though people like to say that, you know, black voters started voting Democrat when the party switched, that's really not true. You can go back and listen to our old episode on that. But the truth is that black people have been voting for the Democratic Party in presidential elections since the 1932 election. That's Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And that wasn't because, you know, some people like to make you believe we were bamboozled into voting Democrat. But no, um, there was a group. Uh, there's an article on the Griot that you can read called about the Black Brain Trust, the secret history of the Black Brain Trust. And that Black Brain Trust was essentially a policy group, an unofficial policy group that enunciated the political desires of black America to the Roosevelt administration. And 
because of that group, that Black Brain Trust, some people called it the Black Cabinet, but whatever you call it, it was the policy ideas that Black people fought for and in some cases were delivered that made Black people vote for a specific party since, again, the 1932 election. But again, that's not what we're here to talk about. Because when you talk about the black vote, you're automatically assuming and kind of leaving out the most important part of the equation, which is that white people keep voting for the party that opposes black liberation and freedom and equality. And so it wasn't that like white people switched to the GOP during the civil rights movement is that when they realized where the black vote was going, white people just switched to the opposite party. And that history is important when you talk about the black vote, because when you talk about, you know, any political group or any electoral politics, you have to start with the majority, right? And in America, the majority of voters have always been white. And as we can see, for the last 60 years, white people have voted for the GOP. And we can get into an argument of semantics, a chicken versus egg argument about did the GOP become racist because white people voted for them or did white people start voting for the GOP because They were the party of racism. It really doesn't matter Um, whichever side you land on. The facts are that, again, we can always, always, always count on the majority voting for the GOP. And that's not to say that all white people vote Republican because there are some white Democrats, but they are the minority of white people. And the only way that the Democratic Party can win an election is from the black vote. But we never really dissect what that white majority is voting for. And in the upcoming election, it's clear, right? It's clear that the presumptive nominee, Donald Trump, performs racism. Right. We don't even have to discuss whether he is a racist, Um, but we know he says racist things, tries to enact racist policies and does racist stuff. Right. And whether it is because of his quest for power or whether it's because it's what he believes in, it really doesn't matter. Right. Like the intention doesn't matter as much as the result. And when it comes to the Republican Party, not just Donald Trump. We're talking about Republican congressmen, uh, Republican legislators who are trying to outlaw black history in states across America, who are trying to roll back affirmative action. Who, Well, that they did actually roll back affirmative action through the proxy of the Supreme Court or the conservative members of the Supreme Court who were nominated by Republican presidents and passed by Republican legislators. We can look at the resistance to police reform and how police brutality disproportionately affects black Americans. We can look at 
The dog whistles about welfare and government handouts and how they don't consider like farm handouts and tax breaks for the rich to be government handouts. But, you know, social programs are considered, you know, welfare. And thus we have welfare queens. We can look at voting rights legislation. We can look at the idea of diversity, equity and and inclusion and the Republican resistance to it. We can look at gerrymandering, the unwillingness to reform the criminal justice system. We can look at stuff like birtherism, immigration, education reform, gun reform, the minimum wage, housing, reparations. And what we'll see is that the vast majority of white people are going to vote against all of these things that black communities fight for. But here's the thing, right? All that stuff that I mentioned, those are policies that are specifically for black people. More white people are killed by gun violence every year than black people. Poor white people are affected by this $7.25 minimum wage. White people need government assistance too. More white people receive government assistance. White people are affected by police brutality. White people need housing. White people would benefit from an economy that was stimulated by something like reparations. But unlike the vast majority of white people, the majority of black people are not voting against their own economic, political and social interests. White people are. And so if you're going to talk about electoral politics or the black vote, you first have to start with the premise that white people keep voting In this regressive, conservative, anti-democratic, anti-progressive way that hurts not only black people, but white people. And in the upcoming election, most white people are going to vote for a man who is in court on. I don't even know how to count how many criminal and civil charges Donald Trump has racked up by now. But most white people are still going to vote for him while still believing in law and order. Most white people are going to vote for politicians that refuse to raise the minimum wage, for politicians that want to erase black history, who want to keep paying people below a living wage, for people who are against education reform. But those same white people will say that they believe that the American dream can be achieved through hard work and education. They'll say that they're pro-life while voting for our party that still to this day hasn't come up with a health care plan, a universal health care plan. They'll vote for election deniers and people who want to restrict the access to the ballot while claiming they love America and are patriotic and they love democracy. And that is the white vote. And then there's the black vote. There's all this discussion about what black people are going to do because they know what white people are going to do and they know what white people are going to do because they've done the same thing every election since America was conceived of. And at some point, we're going to have to discuss that you can't have an honest discussion about politics, a real discussion about politics until we discuss the white vote, the anti progressive vote the vote that prevents us from being a more perfect union. The black vote is like America's 
special teams. You can't win a close football game if you don't have somebody reliably kicking field goals. But you think it was crazy if if you turned on ESPN to see a discussion about an upcoming football game and they only talked about special teams and the field goal kicker. They didn't talk about the quarterback or the wide receivers or the running backs or the coaches or the defense. Nah, they're just going to talk about punting and returning kickoffs and kicking field goals. But all the journalists and pundits and media outlets want to talk about the black vote without mentioning who's scoring all the points, why the game is so close, because the white team keeps fumbling the ball. The white team keeps throwing interceptions. And yeah, there are some white people on defense that can keep us in a close game. But if you want to talk about why we keep losing, you got to examine the most efficient way to score. The people who score the majority of the points are the offense. And that's why we got to talk about the white vote. And that's also why you got to tell a friend about this podcast. That's why you got to download that Grio app. And that's also why you got to rate and review this podcast. And that's also why we leave you with the black saying. And today's black saying is in America, there's three things you can count on death, money and racism. You know, white people don't pay no taxes. If you like what you heard, please give us a five-star review, download the Grio app, subscribe to the show, and share it with everyone you know. Please email all questions, suggestions, and compliments to podcast at thegrio.com.